Welcome to Alley All Ears, a podcast from Houston's Alley Theater. Alley All Ears features interviews with directors and designers, playwright Q&As, sneak peeks, behind-the-scenes information, and more. Welcome to Alley All Ears. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. From our home to yours. Hello, all you alley cats out there. This is Liz Frankel here, your director of New Work. We're here to chat about 72 Miles to Go, our first new house show of our 75th anniversary season. No spoilers, so you're safe to listen at any time. I cannot express to you how happy I am to be sitting here in person with playwright Hilary Bettis. Hello, Hilary. Hello. And director Jose Zayas. Welcome, Jose. Thank you. Hi, Liz. This moment has been a long time coming. We first developed the piece via a four-week workshop in our 2019 Alley All New Festival, and had hoped to have produced the show last season, but we are thrilled to finally have reached this moment right now. So, to begin, Hillary, please start by just sharing how this piece came to be. Yeah, this piece has had quite a long journey to get here. So I started working on it um, 2017. I had a residency at Texas Tech. And I was originally going to be doing a different play. And then I showed up and I was like, I don't want to work on that. I want to write something new. I have no idea what it is. And Michael Legg was great. And he was like, okay, cool. Just show up with pages and we'll find actors. And so I ended up writing the first 50 pages of the play that week and then spent that summer, I was doing a bunch of residencies all over the country. So I was in Alaska and then I was in San Francisco and then I was in the Czech Republic. And so I was writing this play on a lot of airplanes and hotel rooms um, and then did a first draft, did a second draft, and then that's when I sent it to you and Jill Rafson at Roundabout. And both you and Jill were like, this is great. Let's do a workshop. Let's figure out what this play is. And so I did some Roundabout workshops and readings, and then I did the Ali Festival, and I did a, a workshop in Orlando. Um, I did... I feel like I've done so many <laughs> readings it's at this been a lot. point. Yeah. And then it had a off-Broadway production at Roundabout, which closed the day after it opened because of COVID. And so really, in a lot of ways, this is sort of the actual full run of the, the play. Yes, absolutely. Um, and Jose, at what point and how did you get involved? Uh, I got involved when uh, it was done at the Alley New Play Festival. Uh, Hillary and I had worked on a previous uh, piece called The Queen of Basil, and it was our first collaboration together. And we was, fell in love. We did. It was marvelous. <laughs> right uh, here at the Alley Theater. It's one yeah. of those, like, you know, there's a little crush beforehand, but then we fell fully <laughs> in love. Uh, and had a great time, and then she just asked me to continue the collaboration, and that's did the Alley. And this time was a really wonderful three-week workshop 
uh, with great uh, handful of four weeks. Four yeah, weeks. Four was it four weeks? weeks? Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, uh, this is a four week workshop with a couple of showings, and uh, it was a beautiful experience. Uh, and then it was announced that we were going to do it, and uh, I was going to decide to do it. And then, of course, COVID came, and <laughs> everything got rescheduled. But uh, yeah, I, it was just sort of part of our continuing collaboration. And for both of you, when you're talking to someone about this upcoming project, how do you describe the play? What do you what do you say to tell them what the story is? I mean, for me, this is really ultimately a story about how a family holds on to love and intimacy and joy when all they have is a phone. I really wanted to focus on the everyday simple moments that I think we so take for granted as citizens in this country, as, you know, also having the freedom to cross borders and see each other. So I really wanted to humanize the everyday in this story. And, and what about you? If someone says, what's the show you're directing? What's it about? What do you say, Jose? Uh, well, to, well, to me, it's about how, how you keep yourself uh, human in the midst of unfathomable uh, circumstances, uh, how you find family uh, in the middle of something uh, that is, I, I keep using the words unfathomable because to me, uh, ironically, it is fathomable. I mean, we see it every day. <laughs> it's happening every day. But uh, when I really put myself in the shoes of these people, like understanding uh, what distance and time does and how we sort of use the everyday and the little moments of the everyday to just keep living, how these are people who are uh, uh, continuing their lives despite uh, awful circumstances uh, is really remarkable. And uh, I mean, I think this is part of what everybody's struggling, has been struggling for for decades through our immigration system. Um, so I think of it first on that level, on the level of the of, of people and the family, and then I start thinking about the politics that surround it. And, yeah. and thinking about this production that we're working on here. So as you mentioned, Hillary, this had a, a world premiere run in New York that uh-huh. was cut short, but still ran for quite a number of weeks. Um, but will our audience be seeing the same play that those audiences saw in New York? No, it's a very different play for many reasons. First of all, it's a completely different cast, and they're bringing their own wonderful, authentic selves to these roles. Um, You know, working with Jose, who has such a clear, specific, point, unique point of view of the play. We're doing it in the round. In in New York, we did, you know, it it was much more formal than it is going to be here. And it's much more sparse and stripped down, which I think really allows for a lot of movement and it allows for time to sort of fly by. It allows for the audience to really lean in and focus on the relationships that I think you get when you're in a smaller space and you're in the round. It sort of allows that intimacy that I don't know you get when you're in a much bigger house and you know I've had two years to really digest I became a mother over COVID on top of the isolation of COVID and suddenly not being able to see 
my family or friends. You know, I had a baby who is just now getting to meet his grandparents. So in a lot of ways, I have an even deeper connection to the material. I see the material through the eyes of motherhood now in a way that I hadn't previous to this. And so I'm still doing rewrites. I'm still, we're still discovering a lot of new, interesting, exciting things in rehearsal. So it'll be, it'll be very different. It'll be its own unique thing. Exciting. Yeah. Um, anything you wanted to add, Jose? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, it's it's beautiful to get uh, involved with it and to sort of see it uh, come to fruition this way. Uh, I love that we're doing it in the round. It's a great space for it. Uh, it is a play that's meant to be done in a very intimate way. And yeah. I think it's just, as Hillary said, it's just like you lean in more. You can create moments that are very small and very gentle. I mean, it is a play about the 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 moments that pass us by because they're so small and delicate and we don't think they mean anything until they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this is a really great way of, uh, of, of presenting it. And, you know, it, it creates different challenges in staging and uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying trying to meet those challenges and trying to tell the story and understanding it like everybody uh, in the midst of a pandemic, two years after everything, the world is different. So you do focus on different things. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And you spoke to this a bit already, but I feel like you're having a bit of a unique experience in the theater in that you're coming back to the alley two and a half years later, but to work on the same play. Um, you were going from a workshop to a, a full production. It has two of the same actors. A lot of the production staff and designers are the same, while, while many of the people involved are also different. But, but what is what is that sort of return been like? I... I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to get to return to the alley and this sort of being my welcome back to the American theater. Um, I love working here. Everything that Jose and I have developed here, I feel like has been such a, it's been such a supportive and organic experience. Um, the cast is wonderful. I think in particular, I really write for like Tejano and Chicano, Mexican-American identity. And it's a very different community and conversation here in Texas than it is in New York. I think people really have a much more intimate relationship to the border and to what it means to be Chicano. Um and of course, the incredible pool of actors here. So yeah, I'm. I just I love being here, and I love being in Texas, and I love the weather. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. And so yeah, it's been wonderful. It's it's really great. I always love being here. You feel so taken care of, and this play is for this community. Yeah. It's for this audience. So people really understood it when we did the workshop, and uh, yeah. I think it's really great for me to sort of start or to continue the journey of the play here. And I just say, for me, it's been really cool seeing like things, a lot of conversations about, what do we do in the workshop? Oh, let's do that again. Or, oh, here's, we use that prop. Here it is again. And <laughs> it's been lovely to feel like we're, we're all as a, at the alley, sort of ahead of the game in helping you bring this play to life because we've all worked on it before. Absolutely. Which um, on a lot of premieres is not that experience, even though it all works out in the end. So yeah, it's, it's been really, really fun getting to 
continue this with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like people saw it. They liked it. And they're like, you can feel that people like it. And there's yeah. good energy around it. Yeah, there <laughs> they're like, is. we want to keep making this happen. And I'm like, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, and there's a, a shorthand that we all have around it already, which I think will just allow us to do even deeper and more nuanced work because we don't have to deal with all the getting to know each other and getting to know the tone and the world and the style and all of that. Yeah, it's been it's been great. Um, but to shift a bit, so let's also talk about the form of the play. Um, it's a family play in that it follows one family. And so in that way, it could be considered part of the genre of family plays. But I'd also say that your play breaks from the genre and that it spans eight years in time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So how do you feel that the play is similar to other plays about families? And how do you feel it's different? Yeah, I... For me, I made a very conscious decision to sort of take the iconic American family drama and put a Mexican-American family in that Um, because the play is really ultimately about what does it mean to be an American, who gets to be an American. And so taking this iconically American theatrical form And having that conversation within it for me was also about showing this is America to these people are part of the fabric of who we are. Um, So that was that was one of the the choices behind making it specifically stylistically this. And then I also was really interested in the um, emotional nuance and naturalistic acting style, like the way Pinter sort of plays with these unspoken moments. And at the same time, time itself allows it, and the way that it spans eight years also allows it to have its own its own energy and its own engine. And so you sort of drop into these intimate moments and then you're shot out of a cannon two years later. And it, and I think in that way, it also asks an audience to keep up and it asks an audience to experience this roller coaster of time in a way that I think makes it separate from, you know, All My Sons or Chekhov, where you're literally living real time with a with the people on stage. And thinking about people coming to see the show, um, is there anything you wish every audience member could know before coming to watch it? Yeah, I just want people to come and live with this family and, you know, all of our bigger feelings and ideas and the politics and the complexity around immigration, that this play really isn't getting into that. It's really getting into... These particular people, they're very complicated relationships. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly of who they are and their flaws. And I really just want an audience to breathe with them and be here with them. Yeah. And what about you, Jose? Is there anything that you want an audience member to ideally know before coming or anything that you'd want someone listening to this podcast to keep a special eye out for while they're watching the play. Oh, sure. I just, I, I hope they're moved, as moved by the piece as I have been uh, in the process of it. I hope that they can 
uh, uh, really put themselves in the shoes of these people, whether you do know this family and know people close to you have gone through it, or whether these are people who you really don't have any connection to. Ultimately, I think it's all about our neighbors. These people are all our neighbors, and we are all <laughs> living with this situation, whether it's like on top of each other or like three houses down. So I hope that it just it asks these questions. It doesn't a- have any answers, but it poses, I think, really, uh, I think, beautiful questions that I hope everybody can enter the piece uh, knowing that we're not trying to be didactic. We're not trying to, like, tell you what to think about it. We're just trying to, like, open a little window uh, through these, like, really beautiful fragments uh, to try to get to do what I think theater does best, which is, like, you know, make you empathetic and make you think about the people around you in a new way, ideally. Well, thank you both so much. It has been great to talk with you about the play. Thank you, Liz. It's been great to be here. It's such a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Can't wait for you to see 72 Miles to Go. Thank you for listening to Ali All Ears. Visit our website at www.allytheater.org for more.